Welcome to the Aon podcast series on the UK results of the Global Pensions Risk Survey. I'm Stuart Hall and with me is Matthew Ahrens, Head of UK Retirement Policy for Aon. Welcome, Matthew. Thank you very much. This podcast is the first in the series and today we will cover the chapter of the survey results on long-term targets. But before we begin, Matthew, can you tell me about Global Pensions Risk Survey itself, what it is and what it covers? The Global Pension Risk Survey, Stuart, is Aon's survey of the Defined Benefit Pension Scheme universe. We've been running the survey every two years for over a decade now. And so that gives us excellent information on the trends in pension scheme risk and actions that have been taken over that period. What makes the survey unusual is that it reports on the risks associated with both the assets and the liabilities of pension schemes. As the name suggests, it's a multi-country survey and we'll be reporting in other significant DB geographies, including the US, Canada and Germany. And there'll also be a report for global leaders in pensions, so that's those with multi-country responsibilities. But in this podcast series, we're just looking at the UK results. 170 pension schemes replied to the UK survey, and they had a broad range of sizes between less than 500 members and over 10,000. Over two-thirds of respondents were trustees, with the remainder primarily being pensions managers and corporate representatives with pensions responsibilities. So with this breadth and depth of responses, we have a very good understanding of the state of UK private sector pensions. The UK Global Pensions Risk Survey is being released in five chapters over the course of September and October 2019. The first chapter focuses on schemes, long-term funding targets, which is what we are talking about on this podcast. Matthew, what targets do schemes have? Well, firstly, the survey shows that almost all DB schemes, 92% in fact, have a long-term target. So that will be pleasing to the pensions regulator. But perhaps more significantly, schemes are very firmly focused on one of two outcomes. Over three quarters, in fact, said that their target was either buyout or a strong form of self-sufficiency, Now, what do we mean by that strong form of self-sufficiency? That's a low-risk future with very low likelihood of needing further contributions from the scheme sponsor. Interestingly, the proportion of schemes with buyout as a target has seen a step increase since the last survey in 2017, up from 27% to 35%, now saying that's their target. And perhaps this has been motivated by the large number of bulk annuity transactions carried out over the last two years. However, the strong form self-sufficiency target remains the most popular, with 43% of respondents selecting that option. It's interesting to see that the two options of transferring to an insurer on the one hand or running on the scheme indefinitely in a low-risk way feature quite so strongly as targets. What does the survey tell us about when schemes expect to reach their targets? We asked schemes when they expected to achieve their target, however they defined it. The responses to this question were very telling, with the average timescale having reduced from a peak of almost 13 years back in 2013 to 11.1 years in 2017 and now down to 9.4 years in the 2019 survey. That's the biggest reduction in timescales we've seen over a two-year period for the length of the entire Global Pension Risk Survey series. Two-thirds of respondents expected to reach their target within the next 10 years. 
So these results underline the increasing maturity of defined benefit pension schemes, a theme we will see repeated in other chapters of the survey. So that covers what target schemes have and when they expect to reach them, which leaves the question of how they will get there. What does the survey show? In most cases, schemes expected to take a number of actions. The single most common answer at 78% was to rely on asset returns. Actually, I'm a little surprised that that wasn't a higher percentage. Relying on at least partially on asset returns clearly has attractions, although as schemes reduce risk, the potential for higher returns will reduce. In second and third places were liability management at 51% and contributions beyond the recovery plan at 46%. The high score for liability management underlies how embedded all the different kinds of liability management and member options now are within UK pensions, and a separate chapter in the survey will cover liability management in more detail. But I have to say, we were surprised about the high score for additional contributions. These would be contributions that the scheme sponsor has not yet committed to in the recovery plan. It just made us wonder how willing sponsors would be to use this option to bridge the gap to the long-term target. And so it really underlines the need for scheme trustees and scheme sponsors to agree early on what the long-term target is and how they're going to achieve it. Matthew, thank you. That brings us to the end of this podcast and the findings for long-term targets in the 2019 Global Pensions Risk Survey for the UK. Join us in the next podcast for the results on investment. Thank you, Matthew. Thank you. Thank you.